Time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome to lunchtime. Good afternoon. It's Juan. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Heating season is here. Let J.K.L. design and install natural gas, high-efficiency carry, infinity system. Quiet, energy-efficient, more affordable than you think. License in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Do it right the first time. Call J.K.L. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. J.K.L. Engineering. 401, uh, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Good uh, good afternoon to everybody also tuning in on Facebook Live. As you can see, Juan is already taking precautions with the coronavirus. Uh, the Boston Globe has great stuff about that. Let's bring him on, folks. We talk to him each week at right around this time. Um, he covers Rhode Island for the Boston Globe. And we want to say good afternoon to our friend Dan McGowan. Good afternoon, Dan McGowan. Good afternoon, John. How are you? I'm very well. Hey, Dan, I want to start off with um, sad news that uh, both of us uh, knew him. And I was communicating with uh, Cara Russo last night. I remember when Chris Young uh, showed up on the scene. I have some pretty good uh, Chris Young stories. Um, and regardless of, you know, what people thought about it, it that, that really was, I mean, just really tragic and sad. I feel terrible for Caruso and Little Mary with, uh, with the death of Chris Young. Uh, totally untimely with apparently some kind of a medical emergency. And then he, he died uh, just the other night. Yeah, it, totally. You're exactly right. I mean, completely untimely. And, and, and you're right. I mean, look, I, I think anyone who's been around uh, the news business over the last two decades uh, has a Chris Young story, uh, uh, and, and uh, certainly I do as well. And, and uh, you know, but, but totally tragic. You know, you never like to see that. And, and in recent years, you know, I feel like I've seen Chris around a little bit. Uh, I remember right after uh, he and Kara had Mary, uh, he was running for mayor back in 2014, and that was, of course, the Buddy Cianci election. And, um, you know, he, he was glowing about his young daughter, and daughter's adorable, um, and so, you know, you feel terrible for the family, and, uh, but, but there's no question, I mean, look, this is a, 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 a sort of a, um, a real fixture, I think, in Rhode Island politics, a little bit similar to, like, the cool moose and kind of that character, um, and so anytime these things happen, you feel, you know, you obviously feel terrible for the family. I remember, uh, Dan McGowan, just before we move on to some of the other stories, that the Globe coverage has been fantastic, but it was 2000, and um, I think I did one of the first interviews with him. But he entered into the Senate race against uh, Bob Wagan and Link Chafee. So it's, it's November yeah. of 2000. And Bill Lynch, who was the chairman of the Democrat Party, was trying to stop him from being in the debate. And I had Bill Lynch on my show at HJJ at the time. And I was um, supporting, uh, I don't remember whether I was supporting, I knew both Wagan and Chafee. I don't think I was supporting anyone, actually. But anyhow, I had Lynch on a lot, and we were knocking him. And I was saying, I don't think you should be in the debate. Well, anyway, it's the Saturday night before the election. Channel 10, they decided to do uh, the debate at the Rhode Island State House. So the panel, do you remember this debate that I'm talking about? No, before oh. my time. I'm All right, let me tell you that. This is great. So the debate, the moderator is <laughs> Diana Kelch, and the panel 
is uh, Tara Connie, Charlie Bax, then columnist of the Journal, and Gene Velicenti. So they, they allow Chris Young in. So he turns to Chafee in the debate and says, as they ask him a question, it ain't me, it ain't me, I'm a, I ain't no senator's son. <laughs> That's like his opening statement. Then he turns to Bob Wagan and says, and you, this is Channel 10, Senate debate a Saturday night live from the Rhode Island State House, and you, you don't say anything when John DePietro and Bill Lynch on his radio show and they're trashing me and saying I should be in this debate, and, and you don't even say anything about it, and I'm dying watching it like, oh man, how great is this? Oh my God, what a moment. But Chafee's just looking at him like, I have no reply, and I ain't no senator's son. I think he was even reading the lyrics very dramatic. Now, from there on in, Sometimes become like a pain and everything else. But, you know, Chris, if there was ever a protest when I was at Brown and I was arguing that they shouldn't change the name from autumn weekend up from Columbus Day. And I had a rally there and spoke and so forth. Chris and Kara were one of the first ones there. And then he always. also, yeah, always. And then he obviously got very involved with pro-life. Um, and then he had that yep. very memorable exchange one time. Someone that he really got under this skin because a lot of people ignored him. But he had a famous exchange with Angel Tavares one time, and uh, Mayor Tavares really went after yep. him and got heated about it. But other than that, but very, very the, sad. Yeah, well, I, and I'll tell you, the, the one, the very quickly, my sort of uh, uh, one really memorable story, I remember that Angel Tavares thing, but I also remember uh, uh, that year was the first, the 2010 election cycle was kind of the, my first year as a reporter in Rhode Island, and I'm sitting at PPAC. Uh, covering, uh, I think it was a Channel 12 debate covering the debate and sitting next to Kara right in the front row when Chris, in fact, uh, uh, proposed to her. So yes. I was right there for it. You know what? Well, one more thing. Before the Channel 10 debate, Channel 12 did a debate and uh, they wouldn't, Bill Lynch wouldn't let him in. They dragged him out and he caused a big scene. I think it flipped the table or something like that. I think because Karen Adams talked about it. But anyhow, that debate ended up on C-SPAN. So there he is. He's on the Channel 10 debate and it's a Saturday night. The Saturday night before the election. And he starts saying, and, and I could have been on C-SPAN. And that was my moment. And I was denied being in the Channel 12 debate. And I could have been at C-SPAN. And he's pointing at Wigan. And you didn't do anything about it. I was dying. That was such a... For the next few weeks, every time I saw a friend of mine, they'd be like, and I could have been on C-SPAN. It was like Brando in, uh, in, uh, on the waterfront. Oh, I could have been a contender. I could have been on C-SPAN. And then he was also very fixated on, and you've spent millions of dollars. I've spent $1.98 on this campaign. I've spent a dollar. Anyway, it was just, and then from here on in, he ran for a lot of different offices. Um, you wrote a great piece with, uh, and quoted various people, and it's about, as we're kind of on still Mattiello watch, but it's the piece in the Boston Globe is on Speaker Mattiello. And exactly, and the title of it is, is What is the Crime? Yeah, absolutely. And that's sort of the question I feel like every time I go up to the, uh, you know, the, the state house or when I'm talking to sources and things about this, you know, everybody's in this position where, you know, even if you have gone in front of the grand jury, but, but most, of course, haven't, uh, you know, you're all, it's all just speculation about what, what's going on. And so what I wanted to do was talk to a few people who have actually been in the room for these things, you know, and, and talk to Eva Mancuso, who you know well, former prosecutor, Dawson Hodgson. Um, and it seems like the, 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 
the truth is that there are lots of different things. One of the things that Eva Mancuso made very clear is at the highest level, something you and I have talked about, you know, potentially you could have uh, uh, some level of an extortion charge. That's a, that's a major, major crime. That would be a significant thing. It would be stunning if, uh, if he was charged with that, that he wouldn't immediately have to step down, things like that. But, but her point was there are lots of different ways you can charge somebody with sort of abusing their public office. Um, and so it's going to be very interesting. Now, completely and totally possible that no, nothing happens at all, and that's the flip side where, where Dawson Hodgson, again, former prosecutor, former state senator, kind of says, even if that's the case, it, this still has kind of uh, sent chills up the spines of a lot of lawmakers. Uh, we'll see if that's true. We've seen that in the past, and it hasn't actually stopped anyone. So I'm a little skeptical of that. But it, uh, it's a pretty interesting story, kind of step back to look at what's the possible crime here. Right. And I, you know, when I said to you, one contention that I, I just, and again, listen, I know Eva. I've known, I knew her father. I went to Bishop Hendrickham with her brother. When I used to go to Bonnet Shores, if I saw Eva Mancuso the past couple of years, we'd pull up our chairs together and do beach chat for hours at a time. So I know Eva very well. The one part, and I text this to you that I take contention with, was she put in your story about I don't see the gain here. But within the statute that I've been told of people that testified in front of the grand jury, the one thing that stands out that's different from what she said is it says, or with intent to compel any person right. to do any act is against her world. It, it, it may seem like splitting hairs, but I'm just saying, as much as initially some people may say, well, you know, what did he get out of it? Um, it it's not that. According to this statute, depending on how you interpret it, uh, the, and because our legal expert Tim Dodd has kind of said the same type of thing, but it, it seemingly would be the intent. We, we don't know how far that's going to go with that. But it is interesting, Dan McGowan, because if they come back with the true bill, I, I mean, I would think... In fairness for the speaker, if they investigate this and there is nothing, um, as much as Dawson Hudson said the damage is done, I, I think, I know it's impossible to unring the bell, but I would think that perhaps Attorney General Peter Narona might have to have a presser to say, much like he did with Central Falls uh, with the protesters, and say, we looked into it and we just can't find a crime there. He, I, I completely agree with you on this. I think he would... I think he would have to do that, yeah. um, and I think that's one of the that's one of the things that that uh, uh, both Eva Mancuso and Dawson Hodgson kind of said, which is, you know, sometimes you can do this, you can you can bring it something to a grand jury. Uh, in some ways, to avoid having to do anything else, right? You bring it to a grand jury, you let them decide, and then you don't necessarily have to, you know, waste a lot of resources on a state police investigation. You can show that you're being, you know, transparent and you're, you know, you're working, you know, on behalf of the taxpayers, but you say, look, a, you know, a grand jury did this, and you sort of have to accept, uh, you know, that, that there was no crime there. Um, I think you're right, though. I think you would have to. Now, remember, it's not very common. Grand juries come back with no true bills on crimes all the time. But because it's so high profile, uh, I think it's. I, I, I think you'd have to go away and explain yourself. And I will say, uh, the flip side too, if if in fact there wasn't any crime, while I get the the idea that potentially people are nervous and they're going to be watching their backs. You and I have been around long enough. I mean, I, I think the first thing that would happen would be a lot of folks around the speaker would be high-fiving and throwing a, oh, a party. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, you know, they wouldn't be necessarily keeping their nose down. Yeah. You know, I did also see, and you, I don't know, do you catch Eva, Eva Mancuso on Lively Experiment with Hummel last week? 
Yeah, I was sitting next to her. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, no, wait a minute. Oh, that's, right. that's exactly right. You know, then here's the thing. I take, you know, that's a very good point. Yes, you were, and I apologize. Yes. Uh, I take issue, though, with her contention. And, and, and this is, you know, this is sometimes to me a problem with, and I don't know the answer to this, on whether, does Hummel, and I don't know, whether or not they send wires, you know, for the guests on the show. Did you get a wire on that show? Yeah, you get a, you get sort of a rundown of what's going to be rundown. talked All about right. with, well, with links to stories. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. well, I don't know whether or not she saw the go local story, but my only contention with Eva, who again I know and I like her and I respect her, but her contention was you have the state police captain, and as he's walking out the door, he whispers to the speaker, "Hey, you may want to look into some financial things." The the one part of that that she left out that I think is 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 crucial here is the element of. That the word had been coming down, he may be leaving, and then therefore, then the issue, the threat was issued. If in fact Demers leaves, boom, then there will be repercussions. I, I just think if you present it in a way of someone's going to leave, and then hey, as I'm leaving, just so you know, you know that you may want to look into funny business. Listen, that'd be one thing, but as 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 Golo when they Fenton had you know the the letter of what that woman was alleging, yep. and then. What, what's so crucial that she just left out of that point, and again, she is a former prosecutor, so you pick and choose, but is the part as this was building a little bit during the course of the week, and then the threat was issued, and then he was still suspended initially, and then the, the audit was issued. I just think that's a, a crucial part of the discussion to leave out. I'll give you the it, final word. It on is. It. No, it, you're, I, I think you it agree actually with is. I mean, it one is. One of the things... It totally is, and I think one of the things is here is, you know, under that scenario, and I don't know that, that Eva was trying to do this by any means, but that almost sounds like this argument that the guy was a whistleblower, right, which right. is, is thing not from the truth, what yeah. anyone is claiming. Yeah, yeah, yeah no one is. And, and that said, I mean, if anything, people have said, he, if there was things going wrong, my God, you're, you're a captain, former captain of the Rhode Island State Police. You know, why, why weren't you doing anything? Hey, Dan McGowan, I do want to get into... The Boston Globe issued an endorsement in the presidential race, and I think it was significant, and it was written by a Brown University graduate. That's right, yes, and, and our, uh, uh, that's our editorial page editor, uh, uh, Bina, and I'm going to butcher her last name, so I'm just going to call her Bina. Um, and, uh, uh, she, yeah, that's right, so, so she, was our, uh, she is our editorial page editor, and what I wanted to do in Roadmap this week was interview her, because I think, John, you know this, and I think a lot of smart readers or listeners know this, but it, it's often very confusing. When a newspaper endorses, automatically you start to hear from, the reporters start to hear from folks who say, um, you know, hey, well, clearly you're doing this story or that story because, you know, you're, you're endorsing uh, candidate X, let's say in this case Elizabeth Warren. So I really wanted to try to do a little bit of journalism, quite frankly, and, and, and ask the questions about what it's like to go through that process because I have no access to it at all and so I wanted to know, you know, are you concerned about the, the perception that potentially, in this case it's even harder because oh, you just endorsed the hometown person um, and so it was really interesting to learn, one, that Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, two of the potential, Bernie Sanders, certainly the favorite to be the Democratic nominee at this point uh, declined to, to come to the editorial board, which is rare uh, I think Bernie Sanders did that uh, with the New York Times as well, um, and and so uh, I, I'm sorry, I think that's actually not wrong, uh, uh, not true. <laughs> uh, he declined to do some uh, editorial oh, okay. board meeting, but yeah. the 
Yeah, I, he didn't. Do, he did the times. I, I apologize, um, but he didn't. Ours, he didn't do, and so that's a really that's a significant thing. And so, you know, wanted to talk to her, and we did. We did a seven eight hundred word kind of roundup in roadmap with, with some of the explanation for that, um, and it was pretty interesting. You know, th- this thing is hard. They weigh a lot on, you know, on what polling looks like, and that's what I was surprised about because there's nothing in polling that shows that Elizabeth Warren um, is a is a viable candidate at this point, um, and, and I wanted to really know how much of this was hey you know we're going to endorse uh after the that that debate last week where she had a great performance um and, and really they had in many ways made up their minds already although they did they do acknowledge that in fact you know debate performance does play a role um in this so very interesting it is and also uh you know i would have been surprised if the globe did not give her the endorsement they obviously endorsed her you know her last run for senate Um, Dan McGowan, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen in Massachusetts with, I mean, Bernie Sanders is is coming off the the trail of of going to, he's going to do two rallies in mass. And I think I saw a poll where he's ahead of her. That's going to be a strong statement if Bernie Sanders defeats Elizabeth Warren in the Massachusetts primary. No doubt. And I'll tell you, my, my colleague, who's just one of the uh, really, truly one of the best reporters in the country right now on really analyzing presidential politics, a guy named James Pindle has been around forever, uh, says that he had a story today in the, in the Globe about uh, Super Tuesday could, could completely decide the race because it, it certainly appears, based on early voting um, and, and where all polling uh, goes, that uh, Bernie Sanders is going to run away with the victory in California. And there are so many delegates there that uh, this thing, while, you know, we're all, as reporters, kind of hoping this goes on forever because it makes for great content, it's very interesting, uh, it could be, for all intents and purposes, over by Wednesday morning, by, probably by the next time you and I talk. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Hey, Dan, before we let you go, and again, folks, uh, we're going to tell you in a moment how you can get Roadmap. And I'd like you also throw in different uh, bits and pieces, and Dan gets a lot of scoops out there. Um, you have one on uh, that I, you're the first one. And that's that uh, former head of the Rhode Island State Police, former Colonel Brendan Doherty, seemingly is maybe kicking the tires at a run for governor in 2022. You broke that. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. I mean, you know, you and I and you and I were texting offline on the, about this, but but yeah, I heard over the weekend actually that that Brendan uh, Doherty was was very interested in this. Remember, Brendan ran as a uh, in at one point was seemingly. Uh, going to steamroll to victory. If you remember back early in 2012 against David Cicilline, David Cicilline was very unpopular. It, all that news about Providence and the finances were really, you know, hanging over him. And people thought, boy, Brendan Darty is the kind of the white knight to come in here and, and save things. He was a Republican. Uh, he had a he, was, he had a very poor performance on a bunch of different debates. And David Cicilline really picked up momentum and kind of ran away with that race. Who's also benefited from Barack Obama being on the ballot, of course. Oh, big time. Oh, and, yeah. And, um, you know, huge thing. But Brendan ends up becoming a Democrat and is has not, you know, has flirted. I think in 2014 he flirted maybe with running for office. Then he endorsed Gina Raimondo. Uh, 16, he became very much part of the Democratic establishment. I think he endorsed Nick Mattiello uh, at that point. And now he seems to be, at least, like you said, kicking the tires. And I think he thinks there's some path to being a moderate Democrat who's not from the cities that can maybe make the case. Very tough. You'd have to really sharpen up, I think, those debate skills, especially I mean, we're watching this in those presidential races. It's just like this in, in, uh, in um, 
local races, you know, when the more people that get on the stage for these things, it's very difficult to separate yourself when, by definition, as a moderate, you're trying to be in the middle. Uh, you can't. It's hard to be an aggressive moderate, and I think that was that might be where he he would struggle. But who knows? You know, they never know the way that the, the race shapes out. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Um, I, again, I I know Brendan. I've known him for twenty years. I interviewed him this past fall when he came out with the book. Uh, maybe he sees something that I don't see. I I I don't know what to make of that. Other than um, who knows? But you know, it's such an uncertain political climate, Dan McGowan, that maybe. People feel that uh, everything's in play because of you. You you have two people that in many ways are so outside of their party. You know, five years ago, people were trying to argue that Trump wasn't really Republican. And here he is, the leader of the Republican Party. And then unless something dramatic changes, Bernie Sanders, who's really not even a Democrat, he's a socialist. He's going to be the head of the Democrat Party. So it's kind of like up is down and day is night and night is day and everything else. I mean, everything's all over. So maybe someone says, yeah, with so much uncertainty, maybe uh, that's possible. Now, folks, each morning uh, I receive Roadmap by Dan McGowan. And part of one of the things I like is there's certain pieces of news, and Dan is very plugged in, um, that, that he includes. And it's free, and the numbers keep building. And the time for empty talk is over. Now when we're I read at Roadmap at 8 a.m., I will then see someone else putting up on social media at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So it has impact. He's very, very plugged in. How can people receive it? Yeah, so it's a, you couldn't have described it better. Free daily newsletter. Going to have all your top stu- uh, news. You're going to have free original reporting today. We broke the story that Joe Allman, the Lincoln Town Administrator, is not going to run for re-election. So that could be another person that runs for office, at higher office. Uh, if you just send a blank email to uh, rinews at globe.com, I'll know what it is, just rinews at globe.com. Uh, you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning, right before 8 a.m. And uh, it takes four or five minutes to read, and you kind of get your fill for the day. And you're right. You go home, you turn on the TV, you're going to see some of the, what's reported there on television. You're going to see it in the newspaper tomorrow. So, uh, uh, yeah, free, free RI News at Globe.com. Just send a blank email and you'll start getting it tomorrow. Hey, Dan, one last thing before I let you go. I'm reading a, a headline. Providence School Forum seeks public feedback. Set for Forum set for March 7th on the city's public schools. Now, the public's invited to offer their thoughts on the overhaul of the city's public schools. I mean, listen, all due respect. How many of these forums do they have to have? For crying out loud. I mean, the entire summer, and I give the parents credit they showed up, the city council people showed up. At some point, like, I, I, I just, you know, come on. They, they, you know what the problems are. I don't know how much they, maybe they feel the need. Who's driving that? Who's really leading that? And I thought, you know, it, it is tremendous that the public, they, you know, that Devontae Green, she, she got great reaction. And people did come out, and parents and students and so I, I, another form on public feedback? How much feedback do you need for crying out loud? I think if you were to give the commissioner uh, a truth serum, she would probably say the same thing. Um, you know, look, the, the challenge with anything, particularly with education reform, is every time you make a decision where someone feels like they aren't included, there's always the threat of, of protest and of outrage. And, and you see just as many stories, I think, in the news about uh, you know, community doesn't feel included as you do these forums. And so I think it's really a, a way to 
provide some cover, um, and that sounds that probably sounds uh, uh, not very nice, but it is true. And I think they look at this as sort of a two-lane uh, a path. So one is you got to do all this stuff in public. It's it's just it's checking boxes. And then there's kind of what they're really doing behind the scenes, and, and I think we're going to start to see a little bit more of that in the coming months. I just, I, when I look at that, you know what headline, D.M. McGowan, finally, at last word I'd love to see is uh, this Saturday, Coach Belichick invites Patriots fans to Gillette. They want public feedback on the type of team they should be doing with the New England Patriots. So he's going to stand there, and all these people get up and give their thoughts on, here's what we should do and run this defense. Boy, I, I, that I'd pay top dollar to see. So, like, can you imagine? No. It's not like that. It's never going to happen. Uh, I, I, again, if they feel they need to do that, fine. But by, by God, uh, let's like, get into the mix and start going. Folks, he it makes is, it hard to ahead. cover, John. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> I know. It makes it hard to cover. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Folks, he is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. We'll talk to you again. Thanks so much, John. Have a good one. All right, folks, there it is. Dan McGowan joining us on the John DePietro Show. This portion of our program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. It's your vehicle. Pick up the phone. If you are ever in an accident, someone hits your car, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- 272-3340. Call them first. They will repair your vehicle. West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. It's Kaylee. Call them. And they're located right, right off of 95 behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. West Fountain Auto Body. All right. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Tim Dodd, our legal expert, is going to join me at 1 right now. It's 1231. We have uh, phone lines are open. If you want to talk about the coronavirus, if you want to, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the presidential campaign and where that is going and recent events, how that's going to affect it. But if you want to call in, obviously we've been talking about it and, and I think it's going to get more attention and it's going to get bigger, not smaller. There's no reason to panic, but at the same time, uh, we are starting to see different instances of where it's going to spread. So 766-138, if you'd like to call in, I know we had some callers uh, right before 12 o'clock. If you'd like to call back, you can call in now, 401 766 401 766 We'll take your call on the John DePietro Show. Ma, when are we getting the heat back? As soon as... Local propane company. Delivers. Last time that took three days. At least it's not as cold as inside. I'm propane man and I got a plan. I'm going to help you with your gas. If your service is lame, we don't play that game. We're going to be there in a flash. If your heat is out, just give us a shot with a company you can trust. Brennan makes it never keep it a green. You can always count on us. Propane Plus, Propane Plus, Propane Plus. Folks, Tim Johnson and Propane Plus, they want to be your propane provider. Call them today, 401-885-4209, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Two locations, Rehoboth, East Greenwich. You can depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling, underground tanks, full service, your one source for all your propane needs, Automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked-in rates through the PLUS plan, discounts for builders, installation and service for heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers, and furnaces. You can depend on Propane Plus. Call them today. Two locations, one in Rehoboth and one in East Greenwich, 401-885-4209, 885-4209 for Propane Plus. 
At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Hey folks, remember this is the time. Pick up the phone, right? And call our friends. You want to make sure that with everything going on right now, that your heating and cooling is up to speed. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. The heating season is here. Call J.K.L. Engineering at 401 401- Three five one seventy six hundred JKL heating and cooling. Their units are so efficient it can reduce your oil bill by as much as ninety percent. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers. Call JKL Engineering today at four zero one three five one seventy six hundred four zero one three five one seventy six hundred. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering at 401-351-7600. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401 401- 321-2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com Well, folks, remember if you're a business, Rhode Island or Massachusetts and you're trying to um, handle as far as uh, mega truck and trailer repair, call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. You can depend on mega truck and trailer repair. Free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it with MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. Again, listen, you're trying to run your business, and maybe you have a problem with either truck or trailer repair. Call MEGA today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, 
free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brake stores. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110. MEGA truck and trailer repair. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Thursday. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA Professionals. That's right, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801, MEGA Professionals. As far as if you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, a.k.a. sleep at home, drivers, class AB, non-CDL, warehouse mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 508- 336-7801-508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Phone lines are open, 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. You can email me, john at dipetro.com, john at dipetro.com. Make sure you visit the website, and it's dipetro.com. Let me say a uh, quick afternoon to everybody. I apologize. We were rolling along on Facebook and I don't know what, what happened exactly, but then it kicked out, and so we had to um, start it uh, over again. And did it kick out again? Are you kidding me? They are driving me nuts. Absolutely driving me nuts. Maybe I'll switch it as we're um, going along. We're talking about the virus. I think I will. And I think I can um, do this as I'm talking on the air. Um, I don't know what it is. Boy, Facebook, it, it did kick out. How can it... How... In God's name, can it kick out? How is that possible? Make sure you visit the website, though. We are going to have a Mattiello update. Um, and uh, hold on. I apologize, folks. My goodness. What I put up with, you know, I, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to get rid of Facebook. But so many people like it. I'm just going to have it so it's going to face me. Uh, so we're not dealing with this foolishness. Because that's exactly what it is. Okay. Um, we'll go like that. And again, Tim Dodd, we have some good stories coming up uh, at 1 o'clock where we're going to talk to our legal expert. And everybody always enjoys when we talk with the great Tim Dodd. And I apologize for those that are tuning in. And uh, Facebook is like, welcome to my world. All right, let's see. I'm going to watch it like this. So then if something happens, I'll be able to see that it kicks out. So, no, I do have my mask on, and good luck uh, to everybody out there trying to get it. And we're about to pop back up here again. I'll tell you, Facebook, not easy. I mean, I'd love to encourage Cicilline to go after them, but, um, but he's not doing it for that reason. He just really wants to um, shake them down is the reason that he's going after them. So everyone uh, can kick in. But it is very serious, especially when we have the situation that, um, that is going on right now. We are um, – uh, there's a – Oh, boy. All right. Now, that's interesting. I'm going to try to get confirmation. I got a... Uh, there's Mike Mata. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Lady at Blank Hospital with the coronavirus. She was working at, and he names a chain. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh, how? Hmm. See, I, I am hearing this, that it is out there. All right, we'll take your phone calls, folks. And again, I apologize. There's Johnny Hockey. Not, not yet. I don't think he's in prison yet. Uh, Mike Pence is speaking right now. Mike, uh, former Vice President, no, not former. Vice President Mike Pence is speaking right now. Tim Dodd coming up. Let's go to your phone calls, though. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello. I don't know exactly what happened. Unless we're having a problem with the, uh, the mic again. It shouldn't be. The uh, caller should have been able to hear me. I don't know, folks. We're doing a live program. Not exactly sure, but if uh, for those that are that are tuning in, and I don't know if the uh, if that happens again, we'll uh, ask Jeff to come in for whatever reason. If they could not hear me for whatever reason, if the microphone disconnected when I was um, uh, moving it around a little bit, but um, let me just check the the latest now. On um, I don't know if I hear anything. Let me just see if I uh, see anything. Oh, hold on. ESPN's Jeff Darlington says he'd be stunned if Tom Brady stays with the Patriots. That's a story right now. I I would as well. I completely agree. Uh, Let me, let me, I want to check. Let me just check uh, the local news. Maybe Mattiello has a friend at Facebook. Maybe. I I don't know. Something happened with that. Why it keeps kicking off. Nope. Nothing with, uh. I'll have to. I'm obviously going to have to find out when I get off the year, but then then this would confirm something that I had been hearing as well. So that they um, have someone that's being evaluated right now. See, and I'll tell you, folks. So this is a problem at the local hospitals because you balance you balance. Um, I had heard there was a college student from China at a local hospital that was exhibiting signs of the, uh, oh, I totally agree with that, Um, that he will, um, exhibiting signs. They don't know. Part of the problem with the coronavirus, the way I understand it, is that they, they don't have it nailed down yet exactly as far as the testing. That person out in, in California, it was quite some time before they were able to uh, find out. Hi there, Judy Fiore. Hi there, Rebecca. Um, let me just um, see if there's anything there. Let me go through some of the usual suspects on uh, Twitter as I'm checking this. But it's uh, obviously a very uh, frightening situation in some ways. But at the same time, folks, if you're someone that practices pretty careful hygiene to begin with, I don't know how much you have to worry about. How about how Dunkin' Donuts, I love this. Do you know Dunkin' Donuts is now selling sleeves of bacon? I always love bacon. I love that. Have you heard about that? Have you ever wanted so, too much bacon? They put something on it. But instead of just the hash browns, now you can get a sleeve of bacon. Hi there, Steve D'Ariel. Hello there, Tina. Um, let me just check. Providence School Forum. That, that's ridiculous. Um, we have Tim Dodd coming up. See, Nothing. Bermundo is ignoring the story. So now someone just sent me, this is a new person that, and I won't say, hmm, okay, um, that someone is at, and I won't say the hospital, a local hospital and had been working at a local chain. So, hmm, thanks. And that is, then that would be the second person. But a big part of this uh, <laughs> Thank you. 
People like the mask. Let me see on they hello there, Angela. Good morning, Joel Davidson. Folks, let me see on Facebook Live if you like uh, Juan wearing the coronavirus uh, mask that is in high demand. You know, it's almost becoming a luxury item at this point. Good luck trying to find one. Nope, you can't find one. Good luck uh, out there trying to find one. But that's what I heard. I received an email from someone and said that there is a college student from China right now that is at a local hospital. Now, someone just texted me, so that would make at least two people now. But part of the problem is that we actually, hi there, Karen. And again, I apologize, folks. It was Facebook Live, Facebook that was kicking out. It was not Juan. That's why I have it facing me right now so I can say everybody. Hi there, Chris Moran. Uh, let me see. Thumbs up on Facebook if you'd like me to continue the show wearing the coronavirus mask that I am wearing right now. Good luck trying to find one of these, by the way. Because um, they're so they're, there's a run on them. There is. But you, you can't deny what is happening. They obviously don't have a handle on it. And other parts of the world, I mean, it's so frightening what is happening right now. Fear in Italy. You know, Italy is a very popular destination. I don't know how Italy... Pope Francis cancels event. Folks, we're in Lent. Crying out loud, we're in Lent right now. Pope Francis cancels event. He taken ill. So maybe maybe the Pope has it. My goodness, not under, he wasn't well enough to attend mass for Ash Wednesday. And there's a picture of the uh the Pope and he's sweating profusely. The Pontiff. Do we know no we don't. That's the problem, Rebecca. Now, here's the other thing. Hello there, Don O'Neill. Folks, you need to share that you're watching with people. Where is Governor Amundo? Where is the health department? We have a right. Don't you have a right to know if you have a local college student or if it is at the hospital? Now, I've been getting more email from individuals saying that, you know, they have family members that are in a local hospital. And how is it that the person, in, under the best of circumstances... When you go into the hospital, is a very good chance where there are germs and people get infections, and then it's a major problem, let alone something that they don't have a handle on exactly how it spreads. Juan, what about the person in California? Never been, yeah, never been to China. I meant to check. We have our friend Chuck in China, Chuck Cunningham, one of my uh, boyhood friends. You see him pop up sometimes on Facebook. He is there. The outbreak, the outbreak in Italy is very serious. Rome, Florence, Venice, Milan, now Palermo, 14 deaths and growing. Um, worst outside of Asia is, in fact, right now, Italy is really under attack. In Italy, anyone that's ever been, I don't want to catch you while listing. <laughs> I don't think you can, Kevin. Folks, the problem with Italy, anyone that's been there... Is I mean, talk about dependent on the tourist industry. They have nothing other than that. There's Mike Cunningham. Hey, Mike Cunningham, have you heard from your brother Chuck? And uh, what is the situation? I'm worried about him. Chuck in China. I follow him on Instagram. And there's uh, Jeff. I wonder, um, I will, um, maybe I'll send him a message. It'd be great if we could talk to him. Chuck in China. Worried about our friend there. When did he last post? Three days ago. Oh, boy. All right, we'll have to get a hold of him. I'm going to send him a message. Um, if he could... Um, any way you can call in on Friday. All right. 
Hey, Mike, try to get a hold of your brother. I mean, that's, um, I'm not, do we know where he is in, um, in China? Chuck Cunningham. I'm going to hold Chuck in China. He's been posting these great things. Uh, he's such a great guy. Wonderful family. You want to talk about an Edgewood family. You want to talk about the Cunninghams on Shore Avenue. That's when Edgewood was Edgewood. Edgewood. Right now, he is in Shanghai. My goodness. So, Chuck Cunningham. All right, we'll see. But we'll do. Thank you, Mike. Mike, is he? Uh, that's that's a little bit of a scary situation. It's definitely a um, scary scary situation. Um, hmm. But that place closed. But that place closed recently. The place they're mentioning. All right, I'm getting. I'll try to find out. A waitress at a local chain restaurant. And she is at, I'm going to contact this hospital when I get off the air. I don't think I can do it in the one. I don't think I'll have time. But apparently, there's someone at a local Rhode Island hospital with the coronavirus. You know, I, I just, um, I want to, yeah. Oh, wow. That's why they closed? I don't think that's why they closed. I think it was coming long before that. Good afternoon, Suzanne. He's about six six hours north of ground zero. Oh, my goodness. And again, folks, some of the footage coming out of China, which really is ground zero. And I also want to address, you know, Tucker Carlson talked about this whole business of people trying to say uh, when, you know, they were attacking President Trump. Trump faces growing crisis. Could throw economy off. Um, the president was criticized for stopping flights from China into the United States. And China called up. They were doing everything possible. But now, oh, here's something. 14% of patients who recover test positive again. Woman was reinfected weeks later. HIV-like mutation. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Brady odds of returning to Patriots not looking good. He, he's not coming back. He's gone. I don't know why these people keep thinking he's coming back. He's not coming back. He's gone. 700 asked to isolate in New York. Now, that's a big story. That is a big story. Now, when, how does this impact Rhode Island and Massachusetts schools? New York is bracing for a coronavirus outbreak. They've learned hundreds of people are being monitored for possible coronavirus exposure in New York State. Health Department says 700 people in the state have been asked to voluntarily Here's the thing, though. Self-isolate for two weeks. Hi there, Pat Rick. Here's my question, folks. Would you be willing? Two weeks. Two weeks in your home. Now, I was speaking with this with Kenny at West Fountain. Think of the people. That when we get a lot of snow, and what happens after three or four days? You get cabin fever and you want to get out of your house. How about two weeks? How about two weeks that everybody has to be just in their home? That's what you could be possibly looking at. Now, the schools is something to watch. Anywhere where you have a lot of people, uh, and, 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 and so many of these things, they are kind of common sense type of things that happen the same way with... Um, with, with people trying to say to avoid the flu. It really is a lot of the, um, the same thing. But uh, it's important to point out there are no confirmed cases. And no one in New York 
city or New Jersey is being monitored. So the, instead, there's, um, how many did they say? 700 people voluntarily say, self-isolate for two weeks. That's like two weeks you're supposed to just stay in your house. My goodness. Yeah, no, we know that. That's old news. Um, de Blasio, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's someone that's going to handle it. De Blasio. Hmm. Very, very serious. Infects, yeah, the Iranian vice president. Uh, did, did, did the ambassador to the Vatican died from it? Am I reading this? The coronavirus infects the Iranian vice president and it killed the ambassador of the Vatican. Oh, my goodness. Passed away. He was been to the hospital testing positive for coronavirus. Now, how the hell is it in Iran? I mean, they're not exactly the country people are going in and out of. Kevin, that was, um, maybe. We'll see. I, I'm not going to speculate on that. The, the Brady stuff is an unknown, but he's definitely not playing at the Patriots for the Patriots. That's not happening. Well, look at that. You know, but again, a lot of this comes down to exactly how did it start? Where did it come from? Um, and, and what was, um, and it, it, it somehow ground, look at that, Chuck, Chuck Cunningham, six hours from ground zero. It started in China. They believe it was a lab is where this happened. And then it just obviously uh, took off from there. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a washer, dryer, or a dishwasher, or a stove, uh, refrigerator, whatever it is. I had a problem with our oven. I had a problem with the microwave. I went to make uh, a, a microwave popcorn, and suddenly the microwave wasn't working. What did I do? Did I fix it? No. Don't be silly. Did I get a new? No. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Ryan that came out, repaired it. Folks, call them. If you're having an appliance not working, Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Tim Dodd, a legal expert, is going to join me coming up. Next hour, a lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data with no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Who's making pastry great again? You guessed it, Ron and Melissa. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, stop in and see them. What a delight. Stock up. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Cookies, pastry, chocolate-covered donuts, cannolis. Everything is fresh for over 55 years. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Nothing but the best. Making pastry great again. 
located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right next to AAA off of Silver Spring Street. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. You can find Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on community? Sorry about that, folks. One's a little bit uh, distracted uh, today. Here we go. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Tim Dodd, our legal expert, is going to join me coming up at 1. Good afternoon, one and all. Look at that. Ryan's great. It's the wallet is over. How about that? Joe Roberts, isn't he talented? Call Ryan. He's the best. Folks, this portion of the John DePetro Show is run by Mega Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. Mega Logistics. For what? Well, if you're afraid, you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. It's... Mega Logistics. Call them today. 401-431-2300. for Mega Logistics. Now, we're going to talk with our legal expert, Tim Dodd, coming up next hour. When I get off the air, hello there, Kath. There's my friend, Kath Comerford. There's Joey Tiberi. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Folks, now, when I get off the air, unfortunately, I'll have to wait, but I'm going to follow up on some information I was given. On one person, I, I want, I'll find out, but we are getting reports that there are some people in our local hospitals that have symptoms that could resemble the coronavirus. Symptoms. It's tough, though. Who knows? Maybe they just have the flu. Maybe they have pneumonia. We don't know. I, I, the, all you have to do is err on the side of caution. And you want to kind of, the, the best way is, I heard it last night, and they were describing um, what, how do you prepare for this? The same way you would for a snowstorm, right? When we're going to have a snowstorm, you get enough, stock up a little bit on bottled water and things like that, just in case if for whatever reason you weren't going to go to the store for, you know, three or four days. So that's really what it's about. All right. Tim Dodd is going to join us next with the power hour. We'll find out and uh, talk about it more. It's John DePietro. Again, visit the website, DePietro.com. We're going to break. Quickly for the one o'clock news, a lot more ahead. Stay tuned with Tim Dodd. Zero. We are an official Rhode Island inspection station as well. WNRI Winsocket, W236CW, W260DC. W-N-R-I. 